I pledge that going forward, I will be intentional about my health. I will no longer hold on to past excuses. I pledge to make decisions that will positively impact my life, my family, and my community. I will not place blame on external factors. I will control that which is within my control. New pledge, who this? <laughs> okay. Okay. Morgan said I can't do that anymore, but I'm, I'm still doing no, no, it. No, we all stand with Morgan. I can't. We all stand with Morgan. Just because I'm 41. Welcome to the Black Health Academy <laughs> podcast. Okay. <laughs> I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined as always by my super dope co-host, Miss Get Fit with, with, with Jay. We are dedicated to the health of our community, one podcast episode at a time. If you haven't already, be sure to join the Academy at www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Let's get into it, Jay. We got so much ground to cover. I have so many small stories to share with you that happened over the past couple of weeks that I was saving for the podcast um but first and foremost how's everything how's the baby school's back in school is so are back you, I, in. I keep seeing all these memes and everything about people being excited like yes school's back thank god summer's over they're gonna stop eating my food they can Absol- get out absolutely that- absolutely someone sentiment. someone who didn't have kids today was joking about that at work and he was like, it went by so fast because he was asking me how my kids felt about it. And I was like, they didn't want to go back, of course. And he was like, yeah, I get it. It was like the meme where it's like April, May, June, July, August, September. And you know, those months like speed by. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> okay. It's like, you know, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Like that's how the months seem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, to those who the months don't change. Like for us parents, mm-hmm. those months probably went a little slower. Right. I'm spending more money. I'm paying for a camp. I'm, right. They're eating all the food. Right. I was like, they didn't speed by to me. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty satisfied with the pace. <laughs> it's over and I'm happy. And you're happy. So yes. what grade are the babies in now? Bryson is now in the fifth grade. He's a senior. Oh. Going to middle school next year. And Morgan's in the eighth grade. She's a senior going to high school next year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you grown, grown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real grown. Okay. okay. <laughs> no, nope. no, no. Uh-uh. Stop trying no, it. Don't, don't make to us say it, it again. Don't make us say okay. it again. Okay, I was trying it. Uh, uh, so good podcast today. Today, uh, before we get into our wait, what? Uh, we're going to talk about cooking, eating out, uh, dining out, and what that looks like specifically in a plant based world. Because we get questions all the time about I need quick meals, I need convenient yes. meals. Um, how do you eat out when you're on the go all the time, when you travel a lot for work? Um, so we're going to kind of cover some ground on that today and some uh, give you some tips on how to effectively do that and be able to still maintain a plant-based lifestyle on the go. But first... Wait, wait, what? Wait, what is our segment where Jay and I identify something we either saw, heard, or experienced in the last week or two that made us go, wait, wait what? what? Who's going first? Okay, you can go first. I have a couple mini wait what's that probably ain't really wait what. So, Okay, my mini, mini, super mini, because it's not. it doesn't make you go, wait, what? But I was still mad about it. Mm-hmm. I'm mad about the Beyond Chicken at KFC. No doubt. Why do they keep trying to infiltrate on our, our territory? Leave us alone. <laughs> Just leave us alone. Oh. Fast food restaurants. Um, um, just people who are generally making the population unhealthy. They're targeting us now. I really feel like leave us alone. We don't want your trans fat that you're using. We don't want the greasy chicken... You know, and I know a lot of plant-based people may disagree with me. Like, no, Jay, we want to be able to pull up to places too. That's I, what I'm sitting here thinking. Like, I think you're literally speaking for one. I I don't care. I, I don't know care. you don't. I just feel like leave us alone. No, 
I, I like it the way it is. We get food by a certain time. Most of our places are closing by 9, 10. And if we are out in the world and we want some greasy, unhealthy food, it's like French fries or onion. We know, we know what to do. Like if we, we, the goal is to be healthy. I'm sick of these fast food restaurants trying to sneak their way into, and now that's why you're going to start seeing fat vegans and mm-hmm. overweight, you know, kids who say they don't eat meat, but they're, you know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. still extremely unhealthy. People are always like, how, how is there such thing? They always say, how is there such thing as an overweight v- vegan? And I've seen all the, me- the memes and things like that. This is why you're not meant to be obese and overweight unless you're losing, unless you're coming down. You can be overweight. Don't right. get me wrong. Right. Because there's someone who used to be 500 pounds that's now 300 pounds. Right. That's healthier than someone that's 150 pounds. So it's not necessarily about weight, but they're targeting they're targeting people who still lust for that grease and that fat, and they're making them feel better about bad choices. I don't like it. I know you don't like it, but it absolutely, it, it's not, they're not targeting people who still lust for bad choices. It's, it's strictly my strictly business. It's strictly, okay, there's a huge trend in the world right now where people are attempting to eat less animal products, mm-hmm. capitalize on the market, period. It's just market share. I get it. So it, you know, if if people was willing to, if people was eating more kale, that would be boom. True. You know, it, 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 now unfortunately, a lot of people are under the impression that not eating meat is automatically what makes you eat healthier, mm-hmm. right? And we've talked about several times that not eating meat is not the same as eating healthy. But absolutely. But uh, people, it, it's a win-win for everybody, right? All the fast food companies get to make a crap ton of money and all the, uh, the consumers get to say, I made a healthier choice with it's this so deep it's fried, processed, processed uh, nutrient poor junk. It's complete junk. junk. And I, man, I just read a really good article about um, all these fast food companies going um introducing all these meatless products um and i was driving today and i was passed by a popeyes and the line was literally jay like literally that's still going on out into the main street all the way up telegraph like i was so shocked i'm like wow like this is like why were you shocked trending i don't know i was just like wow people are really yeah that's a thing yeah it's a whole thing and um it's interesting Okay, so am I so, going with my next weight? Where are you going? Okay, so here's my mini weight. What I was just the level of disrespect for you to borrow some shoes from me and only give me back one shoe. I, my one pump is in my back seat, and every time I open my door, I see it, and I'm like, this dirty heifer. You still mad? <laughs> Why would I pass this? Who borrows something from you and only gives you back half the pair? Dang, my you one text me. You text me about this, saying you were still mad. <laughs> Didn't you text me a picture of the one shoot and say every time you look in your back seat, you get mad? Yes, and it's still happening, and I don't know why I won't remove the pump from my because back seat. Because you want to be mad. I do. Like it triggers me every time. Because... Get rid of it. I'm sorry. Give what me my other want? shoe. I don't know what I did with this. Unbelievable. <laughs> do y'all got friends like this? Like, do y'all got friends who's this disrespectful with y'all stuff? I'm sorry. No, you're not. I am. Why do you think I'm not sorry? Why? I'm making a public apology right now. I'm, I'm making to a To save face? 
No, when I gave you the one shoe. alone is disrespectful. When I gave you the one shoe, I was like, I thought I had. Okay, you gonna have that one shoe soon. I promise you. That is that is a promise from me to you. Jesus, I can't believe you're still mad about that. It's unbelievable to me. Man, you tripping. <laughs> you got. Okay, go. Wait, what, number two? Wait, what, number two? So, I'm positive. Now, why are you trying to bring the vibration down? <laughs> Jeez. Right, we don't need a new pledge. Right. I'm like, you tripping over one shoe. Um. Okay, so Bryson. Bryson, this was like a lesson, wait, what? So. Okay. He, you know, he wants to be an actor. He's always, he thinks he can rap. And I'm always like trying to pump him up like he can rap. Meanwhile, knowing full well that he's not good at rap. He can't flow. Okay. He can't it. flow. Right. Okay. So, but he, he thinks like, he'll tell me even last year in school, he's the best rapper. Everybody say he's the best rapper. He out rap everybody. Right. And I'm like, do they hear him? Or whatever. So that's what he tells you they say. Yeah. They say this. Right. Okay. So, you know, I started my new job. Uh, August, July 22nd. So it's only been over a little over a month. Mm-hmm. At this time, it was under because this was like last week. Um, mm-hmm. So he's like, Mom, this is at the camp now, summer camp. I'm in, it's a talent show. You know, the parents can come, you can bring some food, this, this, and that. So I was like, Bryson, you know, I started a new job. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't, I, I can't, I'm, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and, and he's calling me because he's with his dad. He's calling me. This is the night before. He's reminding me. And so I'm like, Bryson, but if I can't come, I'll have Morgan record it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next day at work, I had decided, like, I'm going to see my son. Mm-hmm. So uh, Morgan texts me, like, do you want me to record the whole the whole talent show? Or just Bryson. Or just Bryson, right? right? I was like, I'm on my way. So she was already sitting with people, like, towards the front. So Bryson, before his set, because, you know, they had it really set up like the first act, the second act, now the intermission. So he was after intermission. So right before he's about to go up, he I see him run to Morgan telling her, reminding her, like, record this for mama. And I see her, like, tell him like she's here. Yeah. And so his eyes, like, searched me for me. Yeah. When his, uh, let me tell you something, when his eyes found me in that crowd and his face lit up so hard it made my it, it didn't even make my day it made my life I was like I forget that I'm like a, a cheering squad that a whole cheering squad in one person yeah and I let him know how important he was to me yes and so he got up there let me tell you something why did he tear it down? No. I'm talking about tearing it down. He literally practiced his freestyle. He didn't practice like what he would say, but he was like, I'm on the website. The night before, he's like, I'm on the website to to see what words rhyme with each other. Okay. The crowd went crazy. Everything. It was a two-part lesson. One, confidence is key. He was so confident in himself, he had them thinking he was sweet. But then after I left, I mean, after, you know, he got off the stage or whatever and after the show, he was like, you can't. How did you get out of work? I was like, oh, I told him it was an emergency. We fell out. <laughs> we, he was like, I can't believe you told them that. I'm like, it was an emergency. I had to see my son rapping. So I was like, man, I'm not. I know we have to work. I know there's things we have to do, yes. responsibilities. But you know what? 
certain things I'm just not willing to miss. Period. That moment, it, 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 it cemented something inside of him and me. I was like, yeah, it was worth whatever. It was worth whatever. Seeing his face light up like nothing it made could replace it. N- nothing could wow. replace it. So moving on from Bryson to Morgan. Oh, you want to go next? Uh-uh, go ahead. Um, so Morgan, she's 13. Um, Morgan has always been kind of a low-key eccentric. eccentric mm-hmm. And you know how I, I told you it always kind of kind of low-key bothered me. Like I kind of always wanted her to just, I don't know, act a little bit more, you mainstream, know. Right? Mainstream, if I'm mm-hmm. being honest. Yeah. And um, she's always felt very like okay with her quirks and her weirdness and she said you know weirdness is within and she's never felt phased by people's opinions and things like that Mm. so you know school was Monday and um I had primarily just shopped for Bryson Mm -hmm. um and it was time to like shop for her and you know her dad already bought her stuff so I'm like tell me what he's bought you so I can go get the difference and she's like he bought me some outfits this this and that I'm like do you have a new book bag and she's like no I'm like, okay, we got to get you a book bag. She was like, why? I'm like, because I didn't, you, I, he didn't buy you a book bag. I didn't buy you a book bag. Mm-hmm. Why would I need a new book bag when you just bought me a new book bag last year? I'm like, hey, I'm conforming mm-hmm. and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was like, okay, so you're fine with the book bag you had last year. She's like, yeah, why wouldn't I be? Right. They're not tore up. They're not rat. Like, yeah, I don't need new book bags because they say so. Right. So then I looked at her shoes. Now, this is when the real problem came in. He had bought her some shoes that looked like she was like a soccer mom and not the cool kind Mm -hmm. that she wore all summer. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I definitely got to get you some shoes. She's like, I like these. I'm like, no, no, just do. Come on now. Do me a solid and let me buy you some (laughs) shoes. She's like, no, I like these shoes. I'm wearing these shoes on my first day of school. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I just got... You know, I always talk about, you know, conforming and being shaped by yeah. society. And I, I know some, I know I'm shaped in some ways that yeah. I don't know, yeah. but that just was really a revelation to me. Like I'm still trying to impress people in certain ways, mm. not through me. Cause I'll wear what I feel and wear my hair, how I feel. And if I don't feel like doing it, I won't for me. Right. But when it comes to my kids, mm-hmm. I want people to think they have the nice shoes and they have the nice book bag, even though I know I can afford a n- new book bag and afford new shoes, but I want them to know it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why do I need them to know it? And she made it very clear that I don't know. That's not how we rolling. Yeah. I was like, wow. Okay. Love yeah. It. Yep. You love so it. So those are my weight what? Your kids taught you. My, t- my kids taught me. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Um... So last week it was, you know, it was we had one day where it was pouring in Detroit, right? And so uh, me and a friend of mine, we were out and we were walking, and we got caught in the rain, right? Mm-hmm. So we ran under uh, a building or whatever, and we were sitting down just waiting for the rain to pass. Mm-hmm. And we realized that this rain looks like it's gonna be here for a while. So. You know, I just had on a t-shirt. I had my fro out. I pulled it back in a ponytail and like had absolutely nothing. I wasn't, you know how sometimes me and you have a jacket with us or something. I didn't have anything to cover up. Just like, no. Just in the rain. Just just going to be in the rain, right? So we, but we were under this building. We were just going to wait for it to pass. But when we realized that um, the rain wasn't going to pass, um, it started letting up a little bit. So it was still raining, but it was lighter than what it was. So, mm-hmm. I, And we were really close to where we were going. We were mm-hmm. walking back to my car. 
And I was like, you know what? Let's just, it, the rain's letting up a little bit. Let's just run and try and make it to the car, right? And so initially, you know, he was like, well, let's just call an Uber for here. And I'm like, an Uber? I was like, my car is so close. I was like, the Uber, we will be in an Uber for like two minutes. I'm like, no, that don't make sense. Let's just try and run, right? Mm -hmm. So we, the rain lets up a little bit. So I'm like, let's go. So we start running. Literally, soon as we start running, it, it starts start pouring, pouring cats and dogs again, right? I mean, so hard. So we are getting drenched <laughs> to the point we have to stop running and dip off into a parking garage. So we're standing in this parking garage and like, he like, I'm calling Uber, right? <laughs> now we even closer to the car, by the way. So we're literally on the street that my car is on, but he's like, I'm not going back out into this pouring rent. I'm like, okay, cool. Forget it. Just call the Uber then to take us literally one minute. And... All, we're standing in the parking garage waiting for the Uber and all of a sudden we hear this loud noise like a crash or whatever. So I peek out the parking garage and I see somebody done hit somebody on a bicycle. The bicycle is literally under the vehicle and the guy is laying face down on the ground. And um, the guy who hit him, the guy who hit him was a white guy. He's standing over, over him or whatever. And I look out in the, and so I'm looking out in the street and I was like, Oh no, I have to go down there. I have to go down there. So I go back out into the rain and run to the corner and I'm looking down at the, you know, the black guy, he's face down on the ground and he's clearly alive. His eyes are open a little bit. He's breathing or whatever. And the white guy is patting him on the back was like, bro, you good, bro, you good. Jay, why did I start yelling at the white guy like I knew him? I was like, clearly he's unresponsive. Did you call the, you know, the ambulance? Did you call somebody? And he said, he patted him like, bro, you good? I was like, what do you mean? Is he good? So I, it was raining so hard that I didn't want to take out my phone because I didn't know if it would work getting wet right. that fast, right? And so I guess somebody in a car saw it happen too. So they pulled up and um, I went up to the car and I was like, hey, did you guys call, you know, the ambulance or whatever? And they were like, yeah, yeah, we called. And I'm like, good, thank you so much. And I'm looking at the guy. I was like, why are you still? But I know he was probably he was a shot. And I think he was afraid. Like, please be all right. Please be all right. I hope I ain't, you know, kill nobody out right. in the rain. So, you know, I empathize with him later, but in the moment I was so angry. And so the girls in the car said they called the ambulance. They were waiting. The white guy just standing on there, patting the guy on the back. Bro, you good, bro, you good. So then our Uber comes and um, I'm like, okay, you know, let's get in the car and go, you know, go, go to the Uber, get in the Uber. So we get in the Uber and he's taking me to my car. I'm like, we're about to drive back over there. Right. And so we drove back over there. And by that time, the police and ambulance came. And, you know, I the guy was sitting up by the end. The black guy was sitting up and the, the, the people, the EMS was talking to him and everything. But I was just like, I was so. So one thing I was really pleased with how I responded. <laughs> not, not. <laughs> no, no, well, no. I say all this. I say all I'm all say, What turns out I'm a good person. So. No, but that's not what I mean by that. What I mean by that is Go usually on. when something happens, like we all do it with car accidents, yeah. for example. Like, ah, oh, they got it. I'm sure somebody that, you know, and we just all become passersby. But, and because I remember two specific instances in my life where something happened 
And, and you just assumed the next person had it covered? Well, one thing happened to me. Like, when I fell in China, people just walked past me. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? When I fell in New York, in the middle, in the street, in Tribeca, people just... <laughs> and, and, right, right? And my, when you, what about when you fell almost down the mountain okay, in Thailand? Right. Was that Thailand? I, I gave two examples. There was no need for Oh, more. don't go on. <laughs> don't, okay. don't go on with all my brushes with death in my life. So... I was about to go on to one more. What about when you fainted? Was that New York? Where was that at? That was in Italy on a oh, <laughs> God, what is wrong with you? I'm sick of you. Go on. <laughs> oh, but I'm like, I am so happy I didn't just stay in the parking garage safe from the rain and watch. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I went down there like, let's help this other human. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think so often we do that. Like, we just assume, because it's a thing. It's actually a phenomenon or a theory, and I forget the name of it. Where if it's a lot of people around a big event, everybody assumes somebody already takes care of it. And so nobody does anything. Mm -hmm. Whereas if it's one or two people, you guys are more likely to save a life mm -hmm. versus a crowd. Um, but that was so traumatic to see him get, you know, get hit. His bike literally crunched up under, you mm -hmm. know, the thing. Him patting him on the back. Yeah. Bro, you good? No, he's not good. He's face down, leg curled up, unresponsive. He's not responding to you. Yeah, I was just at um, Kroger the other day, mm -hmm. and I had I was driving out the parking lot, and you know those things that they drive around. What is it? I don't want to say a hover around, but whatever those oh, little people need to like the yeah they have to sit down and shop. I don't yeah. know what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. Shut up. Oh. <laughs> I'm unable. Um. So it's this man who's outside of. Like, so it's Kroger and then there's a credit union attached. Okay. So he's in front of the credit union sitting on one of those things with his head, his eyes closed and his head. You know how when you're not, you know how like I did in that comedy show that time. <laughs> <laughs> when I fell asleep and my head kept nodding forward and uh -huh. I kept snapping it back up. Uh -huh. and it was, He was doing that except his head was going all the way back and he was snapping it back up. All the way back and he was snapping it back up. Okay. And so I drove past him. I drove to the, um like, like, look. The heck, he falling asleep, and then it hit me. I'm like, back up. That man could be having a, a side effect to medication. Mm. He could be having mm. a heart attack. Anything could be going on right now. Right. So I bagged up and I got out the car, yeah. and I'm like, "Are you okay?" But as I'm getting out the car to say, "Is he okay?" Another lady pulls up, rolls down her window, like, "You okay?" And then another lady walks up. Wow. So I'm in my 40s. The lady behind me, like, she was like in her 50s. And the lady that was walking up, probably was in her late 40s. And I was like, it's so interesting to see the the type of people that are responding. And I and I don't, I think maybe we kind of missed missed the the curve of um, being desensitized mm. by social media mm. and by the internet and things like that. Because I'm like, if he was younger, if I was younger, I would have whipped out my phone and been recording and thought it was a joke. Yeah, you know what I mean. No doubt. So I think it's it's a level of maturity as well. Mm -hmm. Like when you was like, let me see what's wrong with this man because somebody else probably had their phone out. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because this 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 the internet is just it's desensitizing yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. Not only do they think somebody's going to take care of it, but they don't care as long as they can get a like, get popular, get go viral, and get noticed. Mm. And it's really sad. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I got one more. Wait, what? <clears throat> okay, so you know, I was speaking at the African World Fest two weekends ago oh, yeah, here in Detroit. Yeah, 
And um, so I told you that they had a one of the vendors. I was under the health as wealth tent. And so on that little corner was all dedicated to health. So they had like a little caravan or whatever mm-hmm. um, where they were doing free HIV testing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was um, after I finished speaking, I was like, I'm going to go find out my status. I hadn't mm-hmm. had an HIV test in some years. I was like, so it's time to get another one. And um, so I go into the van or whatever and I had a good conversation with the dude who was doing the testing. And, you know, he and I just got to talking about everything. And he was telling me, you know, how prevalent HIV is in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, um, I was like, what's the number one city in America that has the highest, you know, occurrences of HIV? He was like, Atlanta. And I was like, and he was like, Detroit is number two. And Dang. I was like, wow. Right. So that was really interesting. But anyway. He's like, yeah, and um, there's been some amendments to the laws. And I'm like, what do you mean? Girl, he said that, so the the law used to be that if you tested positive for HIV, you are required to tell every partner that you are about to sleep with, engage with, whatever, share a needle with, whatever, that you're HIV positive. Like, it, if you didn't tell them, you were literally breaking a law and can mm-hmm. be convicted if, you know, they found out later. Right. He said, now the new law is if you if it's two percent or less in your body, you're not required to to tell. How would you even know that? Well, from your testing, from from your, you know, care, from going to the doctor. So if you have two percent or less in your body, he was like, because that means it's in your body, but not in your blood. He's like, so then you're not required to reveal that you have HIV to a potential you know, sexual partner or somebody you're going to share a needle with, whatever. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah. And he said, however, if somebody asks you if you're HIV positive, you have to reveal the truth. And he was like, so basically the lesson is ask everybody. And now they could still lie. He's like, but if they, you know, do lie, they literally just broke the law. He said, but if it's 2% or less, you don't even have to tell. I was so shocked by that. I was wow. that was so scary to me because it used people to, normally don't reveal it anyway. Anyway, so. I'm sure, but yeah, but the but fact we don't that they know that because I think there might be some level of maturity where some people do. You know, I, I think I don't know. We we don't know right. if people reveal or not. Like, but now the law is like you don't have to if it's two percent or less. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's some scary stuff. You know, that's very scary. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, got my negative result, got my paperwork. And, um, but I was like, wow, that is just, I, I didn't know Detroit was that high. He was like, it is insane. It's so funny when you work so close to an industry, like how we're so yeah. familiar with how many people have type two diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Cause we hear about it all the time. We see it all the time. We're talking about it. people ask us about it all the time. And so when it's your industry, he was just like, you know, he was just, he knew his stuff. And so mm-hmm. me and him chatting for a while, he's like, you have no idea. He's like, I don't even have time to tell you all the stuff. And I was like, wow. Like that, that's a real threat out here. You know what I mean? Wow. Like right on your doorstep. Like. Right on your doorstep. Detroit is number two, Atlanta, number one for HIV. So, you know, uh, and, and black people even more. Of know? course. Of course. Right. If, if they get a cold, we get the flu. Right. So. Um, just make sure guys that you're out here, you know, having a conversation with your children, make sure you yourself, um, are asking potential partners. Um, and that first and foremost, you know, your status, like, you know, some people just don't get tested for the fear. Like, man, I've been kind of, 
mm-hmm. loose out here. Who you know? That's fearful. Um, the good news is that you can live with HIV now for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And um, now I don't know how I feel about this one though. They actually have drugs that you can take to prevent getting HIV. I just saw that. Yeah, that irritates me a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know how to feel about mm-hmm. it. It's almost like. If we have the the prevalence of HIV so much in Detroit, with knowing without that, how much more unprotected stuff is going to happen with with right? It's like like because he was telling me like sometimes if he tests like sex workers and stuff like that, maybe that's a potential drug for them. You know, because you they know they're sleeping with multiple strangers. Right. You know, I mean. I guess in some instances it could be a good thing, but you know how we feel about just pharmaceutical drugs. I'm sure the side effects are off the charts. Um, but so yeah, guys, know your status. It's really important, um, no matter where you are in the world, because that's still a real threat, especially in our community. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, so let's get into um cooking and everything. I do want to talk about really quickly before we get into cooking and eating out. Um, what I was telling you early, earlier about me being afraid to lose, uh, of losing my discipline. You know how we always are doing challenges and just trying to stay on top of yeah. our health and, and things that we want to give up, things that yeah. we want to keep doing. And um, I just have this unreasonable fear of losing my -hmm. discipline and my willpower one day Mm because you know how we are pretty good with the things we master once we've Mm -hmm. mastered them we master them but you can that's a that's a quality um that's a trait Mm -hmm. that you can lose your discipline yeah you know what I mean and um so this week like I'm I'm running every day um sprinting right so do I do no more than 20 minutes um it's not a steady state run it's literally sprinting um, so I do like a four minute walk, then I do a five minute straight run, and then I do like um, five to seven intervals of sprints at a 8.3 all the way up to a 9.0 on a treadmill if I'm doing it on a treadmill. And um, so today, like I was so slammed yesterday, like Monday was insane as far as mm-hmm. my schedule and my day. I mean, back to back to back, I had multiple conference calls and thing. My, like, my day didn't end to 10 p.m. But I remember at like at four in the afternoon, I'm like, oh, I'm about to go to the gym. Like mm-hmm. I shut everything down. You know, I'm like, let me, I, I managed to, with as busy as the day was yesterday, I still managed to cook. I still managed to go to the gym and take out my 25 minutes to do my run that I had committed to. Um, and then when I decided like around lunchtime that I was going to shut down work for like a few minutes, like an hour or two, just to get some rest and recalibrate, um, I was like, okay, so I, I turned on the show that I'm watching right now was This Is Us. So I turned on This Is Us and I was like, okay, Lisa, you get one episode of This Is Us, you're going to eat your lunch and you're going to get back up and get back to work. And at one episode, TV went off, you know, got back and back, got back to work. And I remember thinking like, okay, you still got it. Because I surprised myself because, you know, it's so yeah, easy yeah. to just be like, okay, one more episode, one more hour, you mm-hmm. know. And so I was like, okay. And so then today, like I was tired because yesterday was so crazy. First client was at 630 this morning. And I'm like, but before I had to come record with you, I'm like, well, this is your only opportunity to run today. So get up and do it. So at like four, I got up, went and did my run. And I'm like, okay. All right. Like, yeah, you do still, you teach this and you do still preach this. I dropped a line on a a client the other day. 
He was like, that's cold. That's cold. I'm using that. <laughs> oh, you still hitting them with the lines? Oh, I hit, I hit him. I hit him with the cold one, Jay. I said, I said, uh, I don't teach this because I do this. I do this because I teach this. Wait, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, that, that hit different. It hit different. Hold on. Everybody put pause. Rewind. It might have been cold when you said it. No, though. it was a cold. It was a cold <laughs> little piece, though. Wait. Hold on. Uh, uh, what am I saying? I'm not that impressed. It was. It was a cold little piece. Yeah, well, basically, you. my gist was, you know, I don't, you know, eat plants and drink water and work out because I teach it. I teach it because I do it, and I know that is. You know yeah, I, mean? I I I, I get it. I get it one hundred percent. Especially with that that discipline piece, that because discipline. it's like I lost my discipline for a moment, and then I had to bring myself back. I literally had to remember my why, because it, it's gotten so muddied as to why mm. I started because. First of all, I promised my mother I would I would represent her. I will always mm-hmm. try to take care of myself. Not even try. I always will take care of myself mm-hmm. if it's in my power to do so. And I wanted to honor her. And I said that I will, you know, treat my body like the temple that it is. Yep. You know, I will eat healthy. I will yep. work out. I yep. will, you know, all those women that I met during the radiation when I was taking my mother every single day. Just seeing the the struggle mm. that they went through, trying to come come in there on shuttles with a two year old. These women, they they not old. Some of them old. Some of them younger than me. Some of them my age coming with their kids. And I'm like, this is for all these women here who would give anything for their health. I'm going to take care of my body for us all. Like I'm going to honor my body, y'all. You know, y'all fighting for what I have right now. Yes. I man. These over the past like course of these like I would even say like eighteen months just with all the things that went on in my life yeah I go to the gym here and there go you know eat healthy for the most part but yeah. when it's not teamed up with exercise because that's what brings you you know to that place what do you what did you call it like we start off on a certain level every single day we we can only make so many decisions yeah decision only, making fuel yeah yeah my decision making fuels up because when you don't start it off with the things. That you know, get your vibration up. It it just lower. It lowers you. Like your foundation is just weak. Well, my foundation is weak. Yeah. And so I had to really get like back to my why mm. or whatever. Not to mention some jabs and little little insults from you. I'm sorry. What? <clears throat> no, you heard I'm me. Sorry, you, heard, you heard me clearly. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Look. Every time I get up in the morning, <laughs> Lisa. Every time I get up in the morning, I picture your smug little face. And it, the worst insult is when somebody say it without meaning to insult you. I just want to slap you every morning. But I'm like, wait, I got wait. you. When we were sitting downtown. <laughs> when we were sitting downtown, we was having our last hoorah before our um, before our uh, challenge, right? Yeah. And then you lift your shirt up and was like, nah. My stomach always flat. You remember that? <laughs> yes. I see your face every morning. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. I didn't say my stomach is always flat. You were talking about your stomach, and you was like, look at my stomach poking out like this. She was, and I was like, mm-mm-mm. You was like, yours don't look like that? I was like, no. And held my shirt up. That was it. But you asked for it. I didn't pull it up and showcase. I don't care. I don't care. In my mind, in my mind, girl, it get me up every day. Like, you know what, little boy? <laughs> I'm like, either. I, I'm gonna have to cut old girl like you was old girl in my mind by the way 
I'm cutting old girl off. I've been reduced to old oh, girl. Oh, yeah, you was old girl. I'm cutting old girl. What's her? First, you was what's her. I'm cutting what's her face. You know old girl off. <laughs> or I'm just going to have to raise the bar. Period. Period. Yeah. Hey. And I was like, yo, when we get on our fit trip, it's Plex City. You hear me? <laughs> Who this? Yes. Listen. Hey, that's the power of a good squad. That's the <laughs> Hey, that's in real time. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, you're I welcome. guess. Yeah, oh girl, but yeah, <laughs> what are we even talking about? I'm still irritated, <laughs> like you with your shoe. Don't bring up that shoe. Don't bring up that. Oh, shoe. Okay. oh okay. too soon. You gonna bring up? You gonna too bring soon. up? Okay. I thought we was vibing. I want like, my laughing. shoe back, Jay. I want my shoe back. It makes no sense. My shoe. Who even says that sentence? Not shoes. I want my shoe back. I was so Singular. shocked that the other shoe wasn't in there. Oh. Not more than me, sis. <laughs> I was so shocked. I, and it's so funny because it was so random. Like, oh, bet. I bet you would have been wanting this for a while, haven't you? I reached and right. only came back with one shoe. That was, that was, man. Oh, that was so much disrespect. Sorry. Wow. I promise you. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> like, I, I need that shoe. Anyway. But yeah, that discipline. So yeah, discipline is definitely like... It's something that you have to practice. You, you have do. to intentionally pick something in your life that you don't necessarily want to do. It's not to make it hard for you. No doubt. You know, like someone, I, and when I told someone, like, I'm not drinking um, until October on to the fit trip. Right. <laughs> which is random. But <laughs> And they were like, if you really want to challenge yourself, why don't you just not drink on the trip? I said, oh, no. No. Why would I do that? Uh-uh. Why would I do that? Ain't no need for that. No, it ain't no need for that. No, let's not get crazy. Like, and I think people sometimes do that. Yeah. They make something so hard for themselves no that it's like, oh no. Nah. But it's like, make it challenging, but don't make it ridiculous. <laughs> but it's still. <laughs> Hold on, I don't get crazy. That's the fit trip now. I mean, chill out, chill out. <laughs> you know. So my my challenge. What's your challenge? Um, I was doing the alcohol. I was doing the selective eating out. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And I think, oh, and I was trying to do the oil. Okay. Yeah, the oil. update on challenge. Ooh. Failed on all three so far. But, but did you? Because when you, and that's the thing about challenges, challenges and working out and things like that, dropping the ball to me is not what people think dropping the ball. Dropping the ball is like, damn, messed up. I had a cheeseburger. And then the next day, because you had the cheeseburger, you, you have do it again. Yeah. No. no, dropping the ball. That's dropping the ball. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if your challenge is 45 days or 30 days without alcohol, you have alcohol. That's not dropping the ball to me. That's like one strike in your challenge. Yeah. But now it's back on to the, on. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Now no it's 20 doubt. days straight. I ain't t- Like, that. that's what a good challenge is. Yeah. You know, the idea. The slip up. Yeah, yeah, but getting right back on the horse. No doubt. You no know, doubt. yeah, no doubt for Cause sure. Because a lot of people, okay, I ain't eat no meat. Then they go somewhere, they see some nice ribs, eat the ribs, and then they're like, I'm gonna start over next month on the first. No, you know, no, tomorrow. Right, you start over at the next meal. meal. Exactly. Next meal is exactly. where you start back. You don't have no. It, it shouldn't work like that. So if anybody is, you know, trying to get a new lifestyle or trying to eat healthy. One mess up does not mean that you messed up. That just means, okay, you know where your weak area is and you probably got to tighten that up a little bit. But no, just get right back on track. Absolutely. I think um, it, it, it's also kind of like an out. I think if they slip up, mess up, it's like, oh, I ain't want to do this anyway. Forget it. Nah, yeah. No. It shouldn't be. But I know yeah. that happens often as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just want to anyway, forget it. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Whoops. <laughs> Never I'm mind. Right. Pass away. <laughs> so I think um, 
I think discipline and willpower, the point we wanted to stress is that those are not automatic traits that you have. Just like uh, balance and coordination. People be so shocked when I'm training them and they're like, I don't have balance? Be shocked. Like mm-hmm. what made you what made you think you did? Like when was this something you that always you focused on? Two feet. on? Right. And so um discipline and willpower is something that everybody has the potential to get and everybody has the potential to lose. Mm-hmm. Right. Um with balance, you know how one side of your body is always stronger than the other side. Yeah. So it has always annoyed me that my left side is weaker than my right side. But I just started paying attention like two days ago that I always lead with my right foot mm-hmm. when it's when you step up to a porch, mm-hmm. you step up the steps. Mm-hmm. Anytime you do anything, it's leading with your so of course naturally it's going to be stronger, stronger. Yeah. So unless you side. intentionally start leading with your left when That's you right. go up the steps, leading with your so you know, certain things, just tweaking certain things in your life, mm-hmm. if you become conscious of it, will yes. make you stronger in that area. That's what I was going to say. That level of self-awareness is necessary first. Yeah, right? definitely. That level of self-awareness. So let's get into really quickly some tips on how to cook, eat, dine out um, on a plant-based diet. Because I, I want to real, I want to start with actually eating out because that's a big thing for people. Number one, People believe if you're going plant-based, let's define plant-based real quick again, because plant-based is not KFC nuggets. Matter of fact, Jay, why well, was just reading an article? Every fast food is getting up in on this thing. How about, so you know, the Impossible Whopper at Burger King? I didn't know, but okay. Subway is about to announce a Beyond Meatball marinara. They about to in, in, introduce a Beyond Meat Meatball sandwich at Subway. Carl's Jr. has a meatless burger made by Beyond Meat. White Castle has the Impossible Slider. And now, you know, Popeye's, or not not Popeye's, but um, um, I think one other place has now a, um, a meatless option that's a fast food place. It's getting out of control. Oh, but when I said it... What? I, that is ridiculous that they keep trying to get, like, these... No, 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 no. What I'm saying... When I, no, no, no. I agree. I, I was just saying they're doing it for money. But what I'm saying right now is... Let's define plant-based because people are going to be like, no, I'm eating all these meatless options at the fast food joints. I get it. No, 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 no. That's all I'm saying. So before we even talk about how to dine out, um, how to cook, blah, 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 plant-based, let's reiterate our definition of what that means because we're not just talking about vegan. We're not just talking about meatless. When you're plant-based, you're intentionally eating whole real foods that are going to supply you with the vitamins and nutrients you need to thrive. Just because you eat an impossible worker burger doesn't mean that you're giving your body the raw materials it needs to keep you alive right our bodies are chemistry labs our bodies literally does hundreds of functions to keep us alive every day and our only job is to assist it with that by giving it the raw materials beyond me impossible burger whatever these sliders fake meatballs fake chicken all of this nonsense does not give you the nutrients it needs so the absence of meat does not automatically assume the presence of nutrients, right? Um, so when we're giving you these tips that we're about to be talking about, please understand we're talking about eating whole real food. So the revelation I had, I was in DC a couple of days ago and, you know, um, I'm in DC. I was staying at, you know, a hotel where, you know, I was going to eat out every day, basically, right? I didn't get an Airbnb. I didn't plan on doing groceries. I was only there for business for a short time. So, you know, I knew I was going to eat out every day. So one, first of all, TGIF, 
Remember TGIF? Thank God I'm fit. Thank God I'm fit. This hotel was really nice, but it was really old. So it only had two elevators on my wing. There was an east wing and a west wing. They only had two elevators. And I just took the steps up and down every day, like with no my problem. My girl. I was like TGIF. But anyway. So here's what I realized. I was like, you know what? It's not hard to eat out plant-based at all. Mm-hmm. The key to eating out plant-based is fast casual restaurants and not whole dine-in with a hostess stand and waitstaff restaurants. Wait, what? Wait, what? Yep, yep, I, I, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> when you, the, what makes eating out hard if you're trying to be plant-based is when you eat at restaurants. Well, like you go in, we need a table for two. Mm-hmm. Uh, can we say, would you like water? Let yeah. me bring out an appetizer, blah, 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 right? Whether it's Fridays or whether it's something even fancier than that, right? Those dine-in restaurants are hard. But fast casual restaurants is where we thrive, mm-hmm. right? So the fast casuals is going to be like the Freshy, the Panera, yeah, the yeah, Seven yeah. Greens, the stuff where you just... So here's what I realized. The dine-in restaurants, number one, their menu is usually too big, which All means the they're going to be... Their commercial kitchen is going to be full of the stuff that most of America love. The oil, the butter, the dairy, right? And they don't have one thing that they master. They just... Their menu is just what? Your standard American diet, Mm -hmm. right? Fast casual restaurants usually focus in on a certain cuisine Mm -hmm. and can do it well. So like Freshy is going to be like salads and wraps, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Kava or, well, Kava is in D.C. I'm going to name the places I ate at in D.C., but like the Mediterranean spot that we got mad at closed down here. Mm -hmm. That was a fast casual restaurant. You remember the name of it? I can't remember. Mm -mm. Um, But like a Mediterranean restaurant like that, right? Mm -hmm. Fast casual, you go in, it was like Subway for Mediterranean food, right? Like, Mm -hmm. let me get a bowl, blah, blah, blah. A Chipotle. It's going to be Mexican, right? So usually they focus in on a certain cuisine Mm -hmm. and they're going to for sure have uh, two or three, maybe maybe even more options on the menu that make it easier for you to eat plant-based. Really mm-hmm. easy. Like when I did the um, What I Eat in a Week series back in July, one of the places I ate out at was Beyond Juice. Mm-hmm. Now, they of course, they're like juices, smoothies, and you know right along with that, the little food they do have is going to be salads and wraps, right? So they had a wrap on their menu that was vegetarian. And the only thing I had to do to make it plant-based vegan was take off the feta cheese. Everything Mm -hmm. else was perfect, Mm -hmm. right? So I was like, just remove the feta. Boom, I'm in there. It was so easy. Mm -hmm. So the first tip I have for people with dining out is stick to fast casual when you can versus full-on restaurants. That's the biggest difference I noticed. So... I don't know if people know what fast casual... I just explained it. Yeah, but it could easily say fast food. It sounds... No, no, no. Fast casual. Fast food is Burger King, McDonald's, Taco Bell. You're saying a brand name, though. Like, do you get what I'm saying? No. If you're saying... <laughs> I don't need your attitude, man. I don't need it today. I made it plain now. You think you made it plain. Go on. Fast casual. If I was a person that was not familiar with no fr- with a freshie... If I was a person that was not familiar, and I've never been in, uh, you know, Panera, mm-hmm. how how does one know the difference between fast casual and fast food because of the brand name? Because McDonald's is popular, or Burger King is popular. Fast food has a drive-through. So does Panera. First of all, they do. 
Yes. You just made that up. Telegraph and 12 Mile. Panera has a drive-thru? Yes, ma'am. Anyway, fast <laughs> casual. <laughs> And you came back with your finger pointing. I said what I said. I totally said what I said. No, I'm just trying to, for them to know the difference because I think that's confusing. I think that's really confusing. I just broke it down. That's the point. That's the point of this conversation. Mute the podcast. We about to fight. (laughs) We about to fight. We totally about to fight. Because I don't think you broke, you broke it down. Okay, do you understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so explain it better. I didn't say I could explain it better. Ain't that about a blimp. So you're going to insult the way I didn't explain it, but then you can't do it better, even though you clearly get what I'm saying. Yeah, I guess that's this way. <laughs> okay, so those who get it, that. she right. That's the better way to eat. Okay. If you're trying to eat out plant-based, so, okay, um, the places I ate at in D.C., okay? So I when I first got there, there was a... Well, ch- for one, they're not on every corner. You won't see like a whole bunch of them. Like you only see a couple of freshies. You only see a couple. There's a of bunch of fast casual restaurants in every neighborhood, though. There might not even be chains, some of them. So, okay, I'm not talking about takeout places like Chinese food and Thai places with styrofoam boxes. I'm not talking about uh, fast food like McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Subway, right? I'm talking about the places that are typically kind of nice where you can sit in, right? Um, but there's not going to be a hostess. There's not going to be, you know, you don't, you'll never have to make reservations. They're the, more the prices go. are going to be higher. Yeah. The price is going to be higher than like a McDonald's, you know. So it's kind of like a hybrid, uh, restaurant meets fast food. Fast cash. I don't said it. Fast casual, baby. So, <laughs> so, okay. So when I was in DC, um, there was a Chipotle right across the street from my hotel. So that's a fast casual, right? So I, I grabbed some Chipotle my first day. Then I also had, um, well, I went to my favorite vegan restaurant that I go to every time I'm in D.C., which is called New Vegan, N-U, spelled N-U, New Vegan. They got about three locations in D.C. It is my favorite vegan soul food restaurant. I absolutely love it. Um, but so I went to New Vegan. Um, but that's also kind of fast casual. There's no hostess. There's no formals. You just get your food and sit wherever you want. Um, then I also ate at a place called Cava, C-A-V-A, Mediterranean spot. You would have loved it. It's so delicious. Is you like walk in, would you like a bowl or a wrap? A bowl. Okay. Let me get the brown rice and the black lentils. Um, put the falafel on there for me. Let me get the tabbouleh. Let me get the hummus. Um, put. And they, okay. And they make it per fresh. order. Yes. Yeah. That's the key too. Yeah. Because Fast it's not coming down in a bin. No. It's not the chicken. Is no, not just sitting there. Nobody got no fries. Right. Yeah. You, you're more than like, everything's going to be made fresh. Like, like Chipotle. They, even though like the beans are ready and all that stuff. Yeah. I get they're it. They're making it right there. It, right. Right. So that's fast casual. Now, also where else I ate at in D.C. Uh, was Ann Pisa. Remember I sent you into yeah. the picture of my pizza? Jay. Fire. First of all, fire. The name of this place in D.C., and I don't know if they have other locations, but it's called Ann Pisa. The Ampersand and Pizza. And um, I got a pizza, and it's made just like, it's, again, kind of like a Subway. That's kind of cool how Subway made people say like Subway. Anyway, um, so it's kind of right, like that yeah. um, where you walk up. They got all the toppings right there. I got all the veg on there, the sauce. They had some vegan mozzarella. I said a little bit of that because I don't know if it's trash, but it was pretty good. They had a vegan, be- you know, some meatless, blah, blah, blah. Now, this, you know, this was not, I could have made this healthy. I didn't have to add the vegan mozzarella, and I didn't have to add the vegan you know, meat yeah. or whatever. So it all veg, my sauce, and they put it in the oven, bake it fresh right there. 
and then it comes out on the other end. I added banana peppers and olive jay. We would have been in hell. Oh, yeah. So that pizza looks so right? good. Right? It was yeah. fire. And I was just eating it because that was the last meal I had in D.C. And I was eating it and I was just thinking like, oh, my God. That's the key to eating out plant but fast casual. Yeah. Stop trying to go to Fridays, go to Max and Irma's, go to, you know, a, a steakhouse. You it's gonna be trash. You're not gonna you're not gonna find anything on the menu. You're gonna be disappointed. Yeah. And if you go to a place like that, they're gonna be like, Well, we do have the impossible burger or we do have salads. Yeah. But if you want a meal that's not those things, it's gonna be a concentrated restaurant that has one type of cuisine, pizza, Mediterranean, sushi. You know what I'm saying? I get it. And yeah. it's gonna be fast casual. And and yeah, they usually have a juicery, right? It's yeah. that's that's where we thrive. So that's my my main tip on eating dining out. Whew. Yeah, that's yeah, a good a, tip. A, a little, and, and also, in the middle, but you pulled it together. Yeah. <laughs> I pulled it. Uh-huh. I wasn't arguing with you. I just wanted it to be clear. I just wanted to. Be Who clear. the heck was anyway? Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not going back and forth. I didn't you. even know people still put their hands on their hands. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> like, what? You... I put my hand on my head and lean your head to the side. I don't need this attitude, man. I, listen, look, I don't mess around. Got a little nap today. Uh, right. And what they say? Well, my sister teaches. Um, I got time today. Uh, <laughs> you do. You do. You a little too ready for me. I, don't I got love, time love. today. You hear me? Yeah. My my new favorite thing is telling people they too aggressive and too assertive. Like, cause you know, all my, you know how you grow up your teens and your 20s and you you feel compelled to to defend yourself and to 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 snap back at anybody and and since i like my 30s i i wanted to be so different i wanted to be the person that's slow to react and mm. just, so i've been really working on this last like year or so <laughs> yeah year or so i've been snapping back for a long time so my favorite thing, especially in the family group chat, anybody say anything remotely like like they got to add a ton, like, whoa, you are just way too, too aggressive. It angers people so yeah, it's much. it's mad annoying. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah, wow, annoying, wow. Yeah. And you're scaring me a little bit. Yeah, yeah, mad annoying. <laughs> um, what was my point? Oh, but one, one point to make about the um, Impossible Burgers and all that thing, for those who just want a rare treat. Now, if I go to a barbecue... Oh, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. You, it, that's a rare treat. No it's doubt. a cheat day. Cause just consider it a cheat day. And then, you know, don't consider it like you're doing this great thing. For, yeah, you ain't about to have four of them in one week. No, or in no. one month for that Yeah, matter. it's a cheat day. For sure. Um, Having some go-tos that are hearty and fulfilling. That is one area that I just definitely think that will keep people on track because Having go-tos that, yeah, okay, you might have some, uh, what is your favorite popcorn, Lisa? Skinny pop, baby. Okay, yeah, you might have some skinny pop. <laughs> but me personally, I ain't too much, but it, it does not satisfy. Right. But when you got those lentils in, in that in that container, and you got your sweet potatoes, like you done baked three, four of them, and you got, you know what I mean, some hearty things oh, that, that you avocado. can just, oh, and the avocado. Like, you can feel so satisfied. And you won't feel like you're missing out on anything. I think a lot of times people think that they have to eat like a little bunny or these dry, unappetizing, unflavored. Mm -hmm. No, you can really eat. I went to a barbecue and had some mac and cheese. Not that diet mess. Some cashew Mm. cheese. Kim made it. Won't it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah. Kim made it. Wait a minute, Kim. Are you listening? (laughs) Are you out there? Yeah. (laughs) 
and she made some green I'm sick macaroni. Of Kim. I'm sick of oh it. yeah. Oh yeah. This was so, oh, this past weekend at the Burger King. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, you lost my number. You couldn't find it. Huh? <laughs> I was like, I hope Lisa's doing well today. <laughs> she sure was in my spirit, right? <laughs> She in my spirit. I'm thinking about, I was thinking about you. But yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That vegan mac and cheese was hitting on everything. And mm. then, you know, our thing, we don't come in with t trying to take the goals. But when I was about to go, she's like, don't, don't, get some of that. I said, Kim, you know, what's your thing? I, I can't. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't want to impose. She said, take some with you. Oh, she said, take some with you. Now, you know what? That's the best kind of Go on, take a, go on, get you a plate. Don't get up out of here. Don't take care. Sure, cute. Now, you know what? It's the best I can. Do. It ain't, I made you got to look like you really. Yeah, I made it for you. She made sure. She was like the place right there. Just get. I was like, okay. Oh, here's a question. Here's a question. Here's the social etiquette lesson of the day. How many times are you supposed to turn something down that you really want? Oh, once for me. Just just one time. Oh, once. Okay. Okay. Hey, Jay, I'm so glad you got... Go and take some of that macaroni cheese with you. Oh, no, I ain't come here for that. I already got me a plate. Girl, if, if they not ate our... Go and get out of them. Put my, you, you said you loved it. It was good. What a place said. <laughs> I ain't doing it with you. What a place said. See, I don't mind only turning down once, but you was too ready. Uh, yeah, what a place said. I think it was supposed to be more like you, you throwing back a question. You show. Sure? You know what I'm saying? You sure. Girl, then they might hit you with it. Well, if you're not current, why ain't you? Now, wait a minute. Back up. Now, now you got to get <laughs> Now, how you going to give your foot back in this right. Right. No, you're going to sound real foolish. No, got you it. just got to roll with it. Got it. Okay. All right, you got any more tips? Uh, we we got to get into the cooking, right? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking about the cashew mac. <laughs> wow. We 56 minutes in. Have we started the podcast yet? That's my question. <laughs> or have we started the podcast? I don't know. You've been in my air. I'm so busy trying to catch up with you. What? I'm like, yo. Really? Meanwhile, you over at full-on vegan barbecues. You had your own barbecue, barbecue going on that day. I don't want to talk about it. Matter of fact, though, shout out to Chef Leah, founder of Lit Vegan Kitchen. So I co-hosted a, a vegan barbecue this past Saturday. Leah came through. Oh, that's a girl. Okay, Leah. With the, you, you ain't the only one that had vegan mac that day. Let me be clear about that. Oh, I knew you was enjoying some vegan mac. No, I, I was happy. Go on. Shut, shut your lying face up. <laughs> so uh, Leah came through with a vegan mac, the potato salad. She always on point, man. The ribs made out of seitan. Mm, mm, mm. And the black bean and sweet potato burgers. Now, I'm be honest with you. Okay. Huh? I'm listening. I mean, I was raised in the church a little bit. I went, you know what I mean? I've always been like, you know, had a faith about me. Uh-huh. But when I had that food. What happened? I became a true believer. <laughs> Jay. Jay. So it's that one thing that puts you into full belief. Man. Ain't it that one thing? It's always that one for me, thing. For me, it was this vegan barbecue this past that. That black bean and sweet potato bar with the sweet macaroni and cheese. The potato salad. <laughs> was and the, the barbecue sauce on the bar the vegan ribs. I said, I, know, I wonder if my mama would be upset if I told her I just not today became a believer. I ain't gonna share with her. <laughs> she she I was shaky. No, no, no. I would just say I believe, but I was shaky. <laughs> <laughs> but you have you tried these vegan ribs though? Now, Girl, your mom was this awesome. <laughs> like you disrespectful little child. Girl, and then <laughs> Oh my God! Now you earlier you said you gotta have some go-to quick meals, uh -huh. right? You know, 
I made yesterday. You know, you know how we some taco junkies. Oh my god, Jay, Jamila. <laughs> I made some my my favorite recipe in my recipe book has always been my king king white meat tacos. Mm-hmm. I made some yesterday. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what happened? Okay, Jay. So I had the quinoa meat. Mm-hmm. Now that's made real quick, guys. Quinoa make regular on the stove. Once the quinoa is done, mm-hmm. you mix in a couple tablespoons of nutritional yeast. Absolutely. Right? Some salsa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mix in some cumin and some chili powder. Go on. The sea salt boy. All right. Okay. And then maybe if you want a little tablespoon of oil, optional. Optional. You don't got to. Jay, mix that all up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put it in the oven. Wait, right. now I done said the quinoa was done, didn't I? You did. While we recooking it. Flavor? Hello. Put it in the oven. <laughs> Cook it about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Quinoa get crisp. Get, nah, you got the aroma. It's quinoa like get a crisp? Ta- get a little crystal? Oh, get a little smoky. Dang. Take it out the oven. Uh-huh. That's your quinoa meat. All right. Right there, right? Got the hard shell. Mm-hmm. You get you get the stand-up kind? Or which ones you get? I, I, they was out of them. Okay, but it's still good. I want to be very just, clear. Okay, go on. That all hard taco shells is not created equal. They're not. And I don't even know why once the stand-alone kind came out, they would still sell. Why would they? The other ones. I don't know. Anyway, I've been meaning to talk to a manager about that. So, you should. Got the hard taco shells. Mm-hmm. I messed around and also got the whole wheat soft shells. Go on. Because I said, why well, I got to make the sense? What? I'm grown, grown. I'm adulting. Okay. I can have hard and soft. Two for two. Okay. Here we go. Now, now follow me now. I'm listening. This is how I layered it. All right. Boom. Nah. I'm listening. Okay. Put the ta- the quinoa taco meat into the shells, the hard and the soft. Right? All right. At the same time. Like boom, boom, boom. Like boom, boom, boom. Okay. Okay. Drizzle. I buy the tacos, Taco Bell taco sauce. You know this? Oh, yeah. I've seen that over here. Okay. Fire, right? Uh-huh. Drizzle the taco sauce uh-huh. on it. Okay? Get that fresh red chopped onion. Mm. Mm-hmm. We clear? Yeah. Got the red onion on there. Boom. You stop there. Stop? It, it's it, important that you stop there. And do Because you got to slap that in the oven. Let that bake for about five to seven minutes. Oh, you're going to spoil yourself. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you got to layer it properly. All right. Take it out the oven about five to seven minutes. Now your shells is crispy. Mm-hmm. Then... You top it with the fresh organic tomato you done pre-diced up, the fresh avocado you done pre-diced up, mm. the fresh green onions you done pre-diced up. Go on. Dairy-free sour cream. Now, the next step is very imperative. Okay. Now, now lean in now. I'm leaned in. You have to have already found the episode of whatever show you currently binging on. Oh, Game changer. Huh? Game changer. That, Did you that, hear me? That boy ain't only found his own paws. Okay. So soon as you layer that final dollar for sour cream. Church. You slap, because can't nothing cool. You ain't got time for cooling No. You ain't got time for no, no, Ladies no, and gentlemen, no. this is a premeditated occurrence. Okay. Sit down. Jay. Now, I thought, I said, okay, um... Definitely going to church this Sunday because this is spiritual, this meal. Oh, yeah. Until I ate it again today and had messed around. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. And had the smoky chipotle rice okay. with the black beans mixed in. 
I'm glad we already said the pledge. We gotta go. We and we out of here. Eh? This we, too deep. Jay, listen, y'all. Did you say? <gasps> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait wait. Smoke you. Wait. Go on. Smoke the chipotle rice with, with black beans mixed in. How how does it make? What, what makes it Chipotle? Uh, the seasoning that they use. So I bought, this is a, uh, a pre-packaged food. Okay. Okay, because that's in my other 10%, you know, 80 to 90% label. Oh, food. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's by, it's by a brand called Tasty Bite. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the, the rice is already cooked. It got all the Chipotle seasoning in it. Ingredients are stellar. I done read them from top to bottom. Got the black beans in there in the back. You just heat it up real quick. Really? Jay, the Chipotle flavor is so fire. So today, when I have my, my tacos again for lunch, it hit just the same. Oh, different. I'd have had a Chipotle rice yesterday. It was better. Jay, so I had the rice. Then topped it with the quinoa, quinoa meat and everything else. The red onion, the avocado, the tomato, the dairy-free sour cream, and the Taco Bell taco sauce. Putting the onions in the oven. Two for two. Too hard, too soft with the one episode waiting for me. I said, this is what I do it for, Lord. Come on with the slow clap. Mm, mm, mm. Y'all, we, have- we need to have a new segment with plant-based church. And I'm... Eating this way is so delicious. It is. Because there is no guilt. And it wasn't nothing fried. Wasn't nothing greasy. Wasn't no frozen processed fake meat. And I was eating whole real food. Oh, but here's what you do next time. Uh-uh. Listen. Uh-huh. Before you put that avocado on there, uh-huh. squeeze you some lime on there. I'm not doing this with you today. I'm not doing this with you today. Uh-uh. We'll see y'all in two weeks. I'm like, you're not about to squeeze some no. lime and on that avocado. It will change you. your life. Mm-mm. I Mm-mm. promise you. Nope. Yeah. So that's it. I think you took it home. I- <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I just want to really impress upon the people um, that, first of all, eating this way is can be amazingly fun. You don't have to give up all the meals you live. Love, right? We still eat tacos, pasta, burgers, and we're still and we're eating just as many salads. And before we go, we're gonna define what a salad is, by the way. Before we go, we've been talking about two hours. It goes hour and five minutes. But the the key to cooking at home, and I think this is a, one of the biggest mistakes people make when they be like, okay, I tried to go plant based, but I didn't know what to cook, or I didn't know, you know, how to cook all that stuff, all that foreign stuff. What is quinoa? What is bulgur? You know, what is farro? Um, is that Remember that you don't have to have a 10-point recipe to make plant-based food. Everybody yeah. is like, where do I get recipes? What Can you give me some recipes? Everything doesn't have to be measured and diced, and mm-hmm. you got to go out and buy sauces and condiments that you never heard of. And, right. Yeah. Like, guys, you know how to make grains, right? Um, and if you don't, the, the ingredients, I mean, the instructions are on the back of the package. If you're mm-hmm. buying wild rice, or if you're buying a lentil, if you're buying a bag of split peas, the ingredients, or not the ingredients, but well, actually, usually there's a recipe and the instructions on the back. It'll say something like a quick lentil soup recipe on the back mm-hmm. of a bag of lentils. But the instructions are on the back. One cup of lentils, two cups of water. Boil for 15 minutes, right? So when it comes to cooking plant-based foods, stop thinking you always need some type of fancy five-star recipe. You don't. Make you some, your one of your go-tos are like your beans, your avocado, you know, your, mm-hmm. your green. Maybe you have a kale or a spinach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and we just, and we layer top all those things. So 
understand that you can just make foods and put them together like you did or that you do when you eat meat. Yeah. When you make chicken, you be like, okay, what two sides we want, right? Yeah, real simple. Real simple. It's not a bunch of ingredients no. like, okay, I'm making chicken with some... Uh, whatever sweet potatoes and some, exactly yeah exactly everything doesn't require a rocket science nothing requ- you to have to get up all these uh kitchen utensils immersion blenders and choppers and all of these fancy things like i like what you said um at your saturday class i thought that was really important when you said that you have to make a ch- i think you said you have to make a choice um when it comes to when you you know you're going to spend the money or you're going to spend the time. Yeah. You know, yes, eating fast food, I mean, eating healthy can be expensive if you want to go to restaurants and eat healthy, if you want to have it prepackaged for you, or spend the time to cook it where it could be really inexpensive. Right. Just you, it, the decision, the choice is yours. Period. Spend the money or spend the time. Yeah, you're going to, you got to choose. You definitely you're gonna have to choose. You're going to exert money or you're going to exert energy. And the perfect example is, what I just, uh, talking about the fast casual restaurants, I chose to exert money, mm-hmm. right? So I'm like, okay, I'll go out and spend $12 on a Mediterranean bowl versus, you know, doing all the work to make this at home. Yeah. Nothing you buy can't be made at home. You're just too lazy to do it. Yeah. Or you're in a place where you don't have time or whatever. So, um, and, uh, and the most expensive thing that's going to be in your grocery cart is going to be meat and dairy anyway. Mm-hmm. So when people say it's expensive to eat this way, that is totally a myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's expensive to eat this way if you're constantly dining out or paying somebody to do it for you. Or eating prepackaged, quote unquote, healthy things. And I also like what you said about the advertising because they're competing against, you know, the same thing. You know, if it's um, organic, let's say, graham cracker right. versus a Nestle graham cracker of course they're gonna say no high fructose corn syrup on the front right that doesn't they're just trying to advertise but you still have to flip it over to the back it may not have high fructose corn syrup but it still has all this sugar all these preservatives just like the other um you know just like all the other um brands so exactly the, what they put on the front of the package telling you what's not in their product or what they put put on the front of the package telling you what's in, what's in their product or like your 50% of your daily Cane product sugar, in a fiber. Yeah. Right, 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 right. That's all advertising, but that doesn't tell you everything that's in there. And that doesn't tell you everything that's not in there. So you have to totally read the ingredients still. The front of the package is just a sales page. I can't say it enough. So the I don't care. But least it says vegan. But least it says organic. But least it says all natural. But that first ingredient is still sugar, right? So we have to get in the habit of reading. But the best way to save time with not standing there reading every single thing is to don't even eat packaged food. So that's why the, you know, my target line is 80 to 90% label free. We're just buying things that have one ingredient in them. So there's no guesswork. So we're buying the bag of beans, lentils, quinoa, split peas, whatever, the grains. We're buying the bag of vegetables. We're buying, you know, the fresh fruits and vegetables, the nuts and seeds and all those things. And then we're, you know, cooking from scratch. So it's much easier that way uh, rather than trying to make everything so convenient. And, um, the bigger argument is finally, why are you trying to make everything so convenient in the first place? Is your health not worth it? Like, stop acting like you need a shortcut and you need to save time on everything. Sometimes you should take the time out to invest in your health. I think that's a little hardcore. In what way? So it's dying because sometimes from a chronic disease. Yeah, but you know, people aren't really sick that they know of. So I mean, I feel like 
sometimes it needs to be like a bridge over troubled water before you get to that point. Meaning what? Meaning meaning straighten your face up. <laughs> meaning straighten sorry. your face okay, up. Okay, sorry. Go <laughs> meaning sometimes you, you're jumping from one extreme. Sometimes some people are jumping from one extreme, pulling up literally to, from KFC, Wendy's or whatever to trying to make the effort to eat healthy. So now we're saying not only do we want you to mm -hmm. start eating healthy, know your ingredients, but spend a bunch of time. Like sometimes people need, like, like I said, a bridge with something in the middle where they don't have to be extremely inconvenienced yet. Because sometimes that muscle needs to be, you know, it needs to grow. So you, you, everybody don't jump off into one extreme to the whole next extreme. That may be too extreme. What kind of extreme do you think I'm talking about? I ain't talking about making a fat course meal. What do you mean? So you're saying, so sometimes if, they, if they're coming out to Taco Bell or the KFC line and to trying to eat healthier, they need... Maybe something they need to like a one... A like you say, you make a lot of one one pot shots or whatever you say. Yeah, one pot meals. Yeah. One pot meals. Maybe like a intro, maybe an introductory introductory meals. Um like how, you know, mothers will make a big pot of stew or something like a vegan stew or a vegan. That's the same thing I'm talking about. People say that's too much, Jay. I got to chop all that up. I got to I'm talking about those type of meals. The simple the simple meals people are like that's too much work. Remember that time I told you that lady challenged me in the audience when I was speaking? <laughs> yeah. When I'll I never forget her and I wasn't even there. <laughs> Ridiculous. Well, wasn't it like blending the oatmeal? I was like to make oat flour. And she's like, you do what now? I'm like, just pour raw oatmeal in a blender and put it and blend it for like literally two seconds and you got flour. That's too much. I'm like, what? What did I say? What 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 just happened? It's not yeah. oatmeal is not a foreign product, so not, anybody usually has to search for it. Most people have oatmeal. And all I'm saying is if you have a blender, put it in the blender, make your own flour. And she's yeah. like, uh-uh. So I'm talking about making simple stuff. I'm, I'm talking about making a pot of beans or making a batch of rice. Oh. People well, still yeah, say. yeah, you, you got to be inconvenient. Yeah, I'm like, this is your health. Like, how I under, we, y'all, we got to stop being so lazy when it comes to our health. Yeah, and a good phrase I heard or, or read, who knows, um, that eating is um, a necessary evil. Meaning, when we eat, Yes, y'all, I hear it all the time. But you, you're probably eating pesticides. You, yeah, eating is a necessary. I am, I am making risk. myself susceptible to certain things. Yes, but if you're going to eat, you need to eat the food that speaks to the things that you need to thrive. Yes. So if you're going to do this thing, I have to take a risk. Yes, yes, this has been in the environment. Yes, I have to trust the people who prepare. Yes, I, I don't know if this organic food is really organic. Yes, I know that. Yes, I know all of these things. Mm -hmm. But when the choice is being made, I'm going to go for the choice that at least I believe is in my best interest. 100%. Some of y'all eat. And y'all know off the bat that this is the worst possible choice and you still indulge. Right, so stop acting like my risk and your risk are the same are the sa It's not level. the same threat they're, level. No, they're not. No. Yours is cold red. <laughs> Facts. I'm sick of it. That, well, how do you know that? You be having one in the holster. I don't even be seeing <laughs> What? Did you know I was going to say that? Hey, them plants, them plants combined with the naps, girl, your brain be firing. Man. I got, I got my gallon of water in. I, I, I got time today. I, <laughs> clearly. I'm like, did she? Wow, you stay ready. See? Hey, hey. But yeah, um, cold red. Stop acting like, yeah, I heard that, you know. Well, I, bananas got too much sugar. 
as you put a cookie in your mouth. All the time. As you drink a soda. All I heard the fruit is, what? Yeah. What? Exactly. But it's addiction language. Like, um, what would uh, Dr. Greger say? People love to hear good good things about their bad habits, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and so it's, it's that same ideology. Like, let me poke you and, and poke holes in your theory and with the threats you take and get you to see, hey, it don't matter what I do, right? But before we go, I do want to define what a salad is. I know that sounds like what, but because we, we were talking about offline about people eating salads with just romaine lettuce in it and nothing else or what people consider a side salad. What's a side salad? Tomato, cucumber, mm, and then... Cheese. Oh, yeah. really? They put cheese on it, So yeah. tomato, cucumber, cheese, and then like a romaine or... And some croutons sometimes, yeah. Okay. So I want you guys to stop saying that you had a salad today and thinking that we impressed. <laughs> Why are you always laughing? I really your, your, your mannerisms, is that what you call your gestures be funny? <laughs> you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And I think it's going it's getting too far. Like last night, time's out, last night we had uh, open coaching in the Black Health Academy where um, we do it once a month for our black tier members. And so I had about 12 people on the video conference, right? And so everybody was going through asking their questions and I'm coaching, right? And this one gentleman was talking about, um, he's like, man, I just keep getting sick. Like, I keep getting sick, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, I went in about immunity. You know what I mean? Your immune system and blah, blah, And I'm like, and furthermore, you shutting down your immune system, blah, 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 blah. So after my long spill, he like, dang, so I'm messing up my own immune system. <laughs> right? Like, it was, and I didn't realize how harsh it sounded until he repeated it back to me. And was like, and I just started laughing. I'm like, listen, I apologize. I don't think I know you. I'm like, um, but if anybody on the call has ever been to any of my lectures or heard me speak, y'all know I don't have time to play with you and muddle around your health. Like, I'm going straight in for the yeah. kill, right? Yeah. And he like, no, no, no. I love it. I needed to hear it. This is exactly, he was like, don't nobody else say it like this. And I'm like, so I'm not trying to, so I'm not trying to say you've been like doing horrible your whole life or insult your lifestyle or anything. I'm just telling you what compromises your immune system and how we can get it back on track. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's not until somebody brings it to my attention and I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, we talked about that um, when you say you need to, um, when you thought previously that you needed to kind of tone down aspects of how aggressive or assertive you are with saying what you want for your company. I'm like, no, you're going to have to find people for your company right. that can understand that language and know it's coming from a good place and not the other way around yeah. clients, you know, biz, business, why, you know, no one, you should have to like water down, especially when it's with good intention, Hundred percent. just because it's said without, <laughs> with no chaser and it's just straight. Oh my God. I'm talking about straight. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it wrong yeah. because it, it's really said to benefit and help people. Yeah. It's not to make yourself seem superior and make them seem, or feel inferior is actually to empower them yes. without giving them a whole bunch of fluff to go through. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can't take the fluff. And and one final point on that. And I guess next ep next episode, I got to give you an update on what is um what it's like to be uh, an executive director now with a whole staff mm -hmm. at uh you know the plant based nutrition support group. So you know I manage all these people now. And just today, I was having a um, conversation with the founder and we were you know kind of just talking about staffing issues and things like that and he was like well 
be careful how you respond to her on this question that she asked because you know her and such and such are all we have um on this and i don't want them to get upset or to get offended don't rock the boat basically. yeah 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 he basically told me don't rock the boat girl i was like i'm gonna fish a boat rock oh oh <laughs> i don't rock boats <laughs> And it cause a turnover. <laughs> right, right. I, you know what I mean? Right. Bo is capsized. Capsized. Oh. <laughs> I said, excuse me. I said, let me tell you something. I said, we will not be scared of them. I was like, we're not going to do what they're asking for. I was like, and we will tell them that and they will respect it. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be fearful of some of, of a colleague or an employee, whatever, just because they have a monopoly on this particular part, part of our company. And I said exactly what you just said. I said, especially when the decisions that we're making are done with so grand intentions with them mind and the community we serve in mind, I was like, whatever they decide to walk away from will automatically be refilled and replaced by the universe. I'm not I'm not afraid of lack. Woo! That was powerful. Jay? Jay. He was like, got it. Hell, you! What? Yeah. Don't don't anger them. Right. <laughs> Ooh. Calm down. It's okay. It's over. I'm still, it's over now. Is it over? Yeah. Because I feel like I'm back in that moment. No, no. Come. Don't come, ever come. tell me to not correct. I'm like, I listen. Now, I ain't never ran. I've never adopted a company before that already had a staff in place. So I'm new to this position. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm doing this for the first time and sometimes, but it, for me, it still feels like it's coming natural. And when I make decisions like that, they're never even premeditated. Mm -hmm. It just seemed like logic to me. Like, huh? Answer her question careful. No, she's not. No, absolutely not. You know? And I'm like, and it's going to be respect. I was like, just like when we, a couple weeks ago, had somebody ask me for a raise. He asked me for a raise. And I and I and 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 he said the same thing then. He's like, Well, be careful, because he's the only person who does this in the in the and he might We talked about this, yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And I and I was like, Absolutely not. Here's why he's not getting a raise. Here's, you know, blah, blah, blah. I listed very reasonable reasons. Not because I'm trying to pull my rank or power struggle. It was very company-based reasons why he shouldn't get a raise. And when I responded to him, very professionally telling him no, he went and told so and so. I really respected Lisa's response. Wow, and we and he been knocking it out the park ever since. It's no problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, you you do things with great intentions and integrity. It's not that I don't think you necessarily deserve more money, blah blah blah. But this is why it can't happen right now, and that's the end of it. That's my decision. And so we're not about to. Like you said, you do things with intention, then you can be as direct. You know, I'm not going to disrespect you and none of that stuff. But when it comes to this health. Uh, yeah, thing, I like that word you just used, direct, because I think people confuse and use rudeness yes. interchangeably with directness. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, yeah. and no, being blunt with being direct or, uh -huh. or saying not even blunt, being unnecessarily critical or saying things that are not meant to better the person that's saying it, the better the person they're speaking yeah. to, or even anyone that's not around. How, how does this, what you're saying, help anyone? So when you have a conversation with someone and the intent behind it is going to better someone or something, then I feel like directness is absolutely necessary. 100%. 100%. I agree a thousand yeah. percent. I agree. And 
Not only that, like you told me before, just find people. That find like, your tribe. That like your flavor. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Like if you will prefer somebody. Or respect your your flavor. Exactly. Understand it. Yes. Yeah. You ain't got to be your preferred flavor. But if you can get with it. Yeah. You can get with it. Because uh, it's much harder for me to change, uh, you know, to try and please you. Yeah. Especially when going in, I don't even know what pleases you. Right. You know what I mean? So... It is what it is. I'm direct with this thing, guys. And, and y'all know I love y'all to death. Right. You know what I mean? It's, I don't think that's ever been questioned. And that's the good news. Yeah, that's absolutely the good news. Yeah, that's the good news. So, real quick, we still ain't defined what a salad is. We got way <laughs> off track. I, I'm, like, I'm like, we maybe got one listener that's still hanging on with us. Thank you. Um, we're oh, well, we should, minutes we should do uh, some type of, if you're listening right now, like emailing you. This code. Yeah. <laughs> Some, I don't know. Some, we, we give them some. I just, well, hey, uh, I just introduced um, a 45-minute nutrition consultation on my website, lisaangelsmith.com. So if you made it this far in the uh, podcast, go to lisaangelsmith.com, go to my store, get, get you a nutrition consultation. And I'm willing to give out a free nutrition consultation. Just put in code word podcast. And get your free nutrition consultation if you made it this far. In the yeah, that's cool. Thanks we'll for listening. Yeah. So finally, what's a salad? A salad to me has, it doesn't necessarily have to have various green, but it definitely has to have leafy greens in there. And I don't mean romaine. I mean like something um, such as kale, such as spinach. Um, I throw some cabbage in there. Just certain things that, like I actually have a list <laughs> of the, the greens that are, the high, has the highest nutritional value, mm. and I go by that. List. You ain't gonna share. It's on. It's just you just Google it. Ain't that something? You just Google it. Mm. What's the green? The salad queen. What's the highest one that I like? What's the high? What's the leafy green with the highest most nutrition? Well, they say spinach is the most cancer fighting leafy green, so that's what I okay. use the most. Okay, and then um, kale. Okay. And then endive, mm-hmm. you know, endive, mm, and then yeah. watercress too. Mm. So yeah, those. I don't really be messing. I'm be honest. I don't be eating the watercress the way I should, but I do like the endive. We know you um, don't. Shush. <laughs> oh Focus. But anyway, go start incorporating the uh, watercress in there. But some some leafy greens that have some a high nutritional content, and then topping it off like the toppings having color, having um, like what what is it the um, What's the thing that, come on now, the onions, the, uh-huh. what do we go by? The uh, bomb, the bomb. Oh. Yeah, so beans, throughout, onion, your, mushrooms. throughout your day, yeah. you need your beans, your onions, your mushrooms, your, um, what is it? Beans, on, onions, what, Isn't mushrooms. greens in there somewhere? It's called, the. is it the G-bomb? G-bomb. So it's the greens, greens beans, beans, onions, onions mushrooms. mushrooms. What's the last B for? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I can't But anyway, whatever you didn't hit on for the day as far as that, add it to the the topping salad. So, like, put your onions on there. You know, put Mm -hmm. certain things that you're... Like, I put my walnuts and my onions on there. So, I'm Mm -hmm. hitting two of those at once. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because there's certain things that you're supposed to have every single day. And then make sure that your food has... uh, you know, a lot of different colors because different colors give you different things that your body needs to thrive. And it's not a necessary, it's not necessarily like you have to have this or you have to have that. But if you're eating, like I know someone, berries, 
berries. Okay, yeah. So so it's greens, beans, onions, seeds. Seeds. I have pumpkin seeds right now. That doesn't make sense. Oh, I guess they put them out of order. Because I'm like, S is not in the middle of the word. Um, (laughs) I was dumb. Focus. Mushrooms and berries. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Anyway, go on. Yeah. So basically trying to hit on that list, like we need all of those different things and you can like eat all of those, uh, like three or four of those things at once on your salad. Yeah. Salad should be flavorful, you know, add some healthy fat on there, Yeah. you know, and most important, don't make into an unhealthy thing. Don't add any cheese. Don't add any ranch or any type of uh, salad dressing. Usually the creamy salad dressings are a no go anyway. Yeah. Um, that has all these different, they actually have uh, preservatives, sugar, all this different fat content. Like, no, try to have a healthy, you can even make your own salad dressing. Mm-hmm. Tip has a really good salad dressing. Yeah, she does. Um, I, I, I say it again for people, like, don't, and, and the dried fruit. Did you say dried fruit? Yeah, I, I don't like, I don't. You don't like it, but I'm saying a lot of people love it. They put dried fruit in a salad, like dried cranberries, Dried raisins. cranberries have, um, they usually they have, added, have sugar. added sugar it, on Yeah, there. you have to, I doubt that restaurants and stuff are using. Yeah. You know, so you don't like raisins? Because I put raisins sometimes. I use currants. Oh, okay. Yeah, do you know what currants are? They're in a raisin family. They're much smaller. Uh-uh. I use currants or currants, however they're pronounced. Um, but C-U-R-R-A-N-T-S. I buy them in bulk from Whole Foods. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and I they're sweet? Yeah, they got some sweetness. Okay. Um, and so some of my favorite salad types. So like you said, a, a real leafy green. Number one, none of that romaine, iceberg, none of that. What's trash. your favorite one? Uh, well, lately I've been kind of crushing on a spring mix. Oh, spring mix, but spring what's mix fire. I forgot a really good one. It's really good, but go on. I gotta think of it. Yeah. Um. So I've been crushing on a spring mix. Um, with, and then sometimes I'll already have like some fresh kale or fresh spinach. So I might chop some of that and add it to it. Like them greens be hitting. Now, yesterday, Jay, I made a salad so fire. It had the spring mix, the organic spring mix. Mm -hmm. I added some chopped up parsley. I know you don't like parsley and cilantro because it'd be too potent for you. But I added some fresh part. It made me feel like I had took like this med- this nutritional, <laughs> med- medicinal, like, I-, I mean, like, when Popeye used to do that with the spin, this salad. Okay, so it had the spring mix, chopped up some fresh parsley, right? I had the red pepper, mm-hmm. the organic tomato, mm-hmm. the walnuts, mm-hmm. the currants, mm-hmm. sprinkle some chia seeds on top. Okay. Do, do sometimes you make something and it feel like a judge should hold up like a 10, like you just nailed it? Listen, I turn around and look around the room like I know. <laughs> somebody somebody, somebody about to recognize oh, this somebody saw. You hear me? Do you hear me? <laughs> and, oh, and I had uh, avocado. You know we had the kato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know we had the kato. And the prices just went down too, thank God. On they, kato's? Yes. Oh, what happened in the industry? Something going on? I don't know. Jay, I'm like, yo, it was so delicious. When I eat salads, maybe I try and eat raw food every day. So, you know, it's probably going to be a salad, maybe some fruit, but I try and make it a salad every day. You got to get that raw food in daily. I be really feeling like my whole soul is coming to life when I eat that. <laughs> arugula is what I was trying to say. Oh, about. arugula. Yeah, that's arugula. a fire green too. Yeah. I wish people would stop get off just the kale and spinach. Like, y- y'all, we get it, but... Straight up, like, it's so many more other greens out there. Like, if you're going to be plant-based, eat them plants. Get into that thing. I'm trying to get into leeks. 
Mm. And they have they they they're real beneficial. Um, oh yeah, they're in the onion family. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I remember I didn't even know leeks that the part of the leek you was supposed to eat is the white part and not mm -hmm. the green part. Mm -hmm. Lord, I used to dice up them green parts. Like why are they so hard to cut? Like uh, they ain't they ain't meant That's to be not ate. What, right. That ain't what the good. So Lord. you're not supposed to eat them at all. I mean, you probably can, but that ain't the part that's the leak, you know, yeah. that you're supposed to cook Because that's with. what they put in soups, the, the green part. But yeah, even with the bok choy, I've been trying to eat that, that the white part more. Come on now. Okay. You I'm saving that room? I, I cook it. I don't save it. I cook it and oh. eat it like I would the regular. Yeah, yeah. It's like chop yeah, it up and dice not, it up. I'm not fancy enough to be making my own uh, vegetable broth. No, I, I, I chopped, like last week, I chopped up the root, like I sauteed it with onion. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Y'all got to start eating that whole vegetable. Man, I, eating plant-based is so exciting. I, I just be feeling just, so healthy. At the risk of sounding super extra, man, it's like you just be feeling like you loving on yourself. <laughs> like, man, you'll do this, but little old me. Like, <laughs> eating plant-based is self-care. You will go to the store and keep buying fresh produce and, and go again and go again absolutely for a little, you ain't getting stuff you just throw in your cabinet that absolutely. has a shelf life of whatever or stuff you just throw in your freezer and go in but you will go get fresh for, for little old me yeah i just be really feeling like i'm loving on myself <laughs> you, like, do, real you do yeah that's that's all facts right there um okay before we get out of here so i just created the coupon for the nutrition consultation and i forgot that i can't completely zero out a transaction so <laughs> use coupon code podcast and the nutrition consultation will only be one dollar. So just an update on Fair that. Enough. It won't be. It won't be completely zero. But you will get forty-five minutes with me. Break down. You know, go through whatever you're struggling with in your nutrition. Um, making a transition to eat healthier, get off medication, whatever you want to discuss in your health. I got you. Um, and it'll only cost one dollar if you made it this far in the podcast. Just use uh, code podcast. That's on LisaAngelSmith.com. Just go to my store. Click on nutrition consultation. It's the first thing in the store. Book that thing. Podcast, $1. I got you. Thank you for rocking with us because we've been on one today. The, the girl we listened to a whole five-minute explanation of how you made a taco. I don't think nobody's going to have that cold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't think nobody's going to have that cold. Hey, I, I listen, cannot wait to report I'm back a, next time. Look, anybody it's going to be me. I'm going to create a whole <laughs> email. <laughs> Like man, listen, <laughs> listen. I bet. Hey, I bet you somebody gonna try to make them tacos. Hey, if you want the quinoa <laughs> meat recipe, go on my website, lisaangelsmith.com. The second thing in my store is the recipe book, baby. Do yourself and everybody you love a whole favor. Grab that recipe book. The very first recipe in the book, on like page two. Is the quinoa meat? So you are gonna double down on lie? See if I'm lying. See if I'm lying. You're like, oh no, it was fire, and I'm not and taking it I'm back. And if I'm not lying, just drop us a comment on whatever platform you listen to the podcast. Don't say nothing else. Up, you ain't lying. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say nothing else. Don't tell me what you're talking about. Just say. Man, I'm a die somebody say you ain't lying. <laughs> hey, just say, least you ain't lying. Period. And, and sign off. Don't say nothing. Tell me, was that worth five minutes for the podcast? Them quinoa meat tacos. Lord, I ain't playing with them today. I done, I got time today. All right. And we are hour and 34 minutes in. Oh, wow. All right. Hey, hey listen. I'm going to listen back to the whole thing cracking up. If nothing else, we entertain ourselves now. 
That's true. Ain't that the truth? That's definitely true. And really, this is our quality time. Honestly, Jay, I don't care if people listen to the podcast. Shut up. We care. We, we <laughs> oh, do we care. Do. Yeah. Hey, we we might have hit it with that uh, one episode. Let me tell you, I forgot to update you real quick on how many listens we got on the, uh, not the last episode, the window of privilege. You don't care people. <laughs> <laughs> it's our quality time. Uh, but you reap what you sow. Just on SoundCloud, 548 listeners. Really? You were showing out. I don't even know what I was, Man. That's when we were talking about how proud of each other that we were. Oh, man, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a fun one. Yeah, we was all up in our feelings. We definitely was. Yeah. I'm like, man. <laughs> and look at God. God showed up in your life. <laughs> now you got a staff. <laughs> you got a whole Damn. Oh, staff, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm out here doing my thing. I uh, got invited to speak at the Plant-Based Prevention of Disease Conference, big old national conference. Uh, it's actually going to be held in Michigan in 2020, so I'll be on that main stage, super excited. Uh, hitting SpeakerCon this fall, first annual SpeakerCon in D.C. I'll be hitting that main stage. So listen, I absolutely love speaking. Is is what I feel like is, is my gift. It's what's effortless for me. And I just want to thank everybody who's ever came to any of my lectures, any of my classes, who show up on any uh, thing I do on a computer, any type of video conference or coaching online. Those of you who have taken my farm to table course, just thank you. I appreciate it. There's absolutely no way, you know, I could have excelled in my companies and my speaking career without you guys supporting me, recommending me. Like people show up to my class, like so-and-so told me you, I had to come see you, right? So I appreciate that. And I want y'all to know it all comes from the heart. As aggressive and direct as it is, it's all 100% <laughs> organic and genuine. And I just want you to be great. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And with that being said, if you haven't already, if you're in the Detroit, Michigan metro area, my next uh, live class of, of Farm to Table, which is my six-week plant-based intensive, starts on Tuesday, October 1st, 2019 uh, in Livonia, Michigan. So you can read all about the course, everything you get, the time, how much it costs, everything that's included on lisaangelsmith.com, lisaangelsmith.com. Everything is spelled just like it sounds. Um, and if you're in Detroit, Michigan area, join me in Farm to Table. We graduated. We didn't even talk about that, Jay. We graduated. I thought about it and I'm like, can't, I mean, we're already an hour and a half in. Who cares at this point? <sighs> Why do we care? It, it, it's, listen, what did you think about Farm to Table graduation? Super, super dopeness, man. And you want to know the best part of Farm to Table was the testimonies. Like, man. Yeah, yeah, I felt like I was in the audience hearing it for the first time. And some of it I was. Yeah, man, the testimonies were amazing. Like the the love, the appreciation they had, and the best one, the best one was when she thanked your mom. Dog, man, Ellen was a phenomenal student. Oh my God, when she thanked your mom for wow. even, you know, just I guess at the end of the day, it's like it is. She not. I'm not talking about like the physical. Like you brought her here to the. Right. No, you nurtured someone mm. And, mm. and invested in them and believed in them and poured into them enough to be in front of this room right now teaching us all this information that's going to better our lives. Mm. Man, that was the best. That was the best part. Just wow. everybody showing so much gratitude and it was just like man it was just amazing. Yeah, I'm so glad you and Tiff made it. Uh, we it, it it filled me with so much joy. And I, you know, before y'all came, we had one hour of lecture and we went around the room and we did an exercise where we talked about 
the non-scale victories that they had in the past six weeks and the scale victories. Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the beginning of the course, I have them take this life expectancy test. Mm -hmm. And so at the last week, I told them, I want y'all to go back and take the life expectancy test again after six weeks of eating different and see if your life expectancy has increased. Where before I might've told you you're going to live only to 80. Now it doesn't tell you something different. Jay. They were, I was like, how many of y'all, you know, retook the life expectancy test? All these hands went up. And I'm like, they like, and I'm like, okay, give me y'all scale victories. They like, life expectancy increased by five years. Life expectancy increased by seven years. I was like, what? And and it doesn't that, even show you the quality of how much better those, those, those years, years are going to be. be. Absolutely. One per, I lost 15 pounds. I lost 12 pounds. I lost seven pounds. So as they were yelling out their results from the past six weeks, I was trying to hurry up and jot it down on a chalkboard. Man, I tell you, they lost collectively over 70 pounds in six weeks. You know, life expectancy increased by decades collectively. You know, people, one lady like, I in the past six weeks, I've literally only had acid reflux one time when I used, oh, to, yeah. when I used she to get it every day. Yeah, and, and and you guys have to keep in mind that this is a class that um, she, you only allow, what, 15 people? That's it. So when she says collectively, it's not like a big 30, 30 40, 40 people. class. No, thank no. you for making that point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a small, yeah, intimate setting. Yes. So it's a, it, I only take a small, because I want to be able to do one-on-ones with people. I need to read food logs every day. Like, I'm dedicated to these and, students. And it's like the vulnerability can be there with such a small, in, yes. intimate class. It's like you feel like these are, this is like your friends like your family over you the do. course of six weeks you get to know everyone's struggle get to expect certain people to come and yes. you know wonder about did they do so it yeah i thought it was super super okay. cool and the first tuesday after graduation the the students were in our private facebook group like I feel like I need to see y'all tonight. Like, why we in that class? Like, everybody's like, something's missing in my life. We should all go to dinner. And so, like you said, they really have created that family mm-hmm. and that, like, hey, my Tuesday nights is farm to table. Like, yeah, and, and we always say that anyway. You know, you want support in your house. You do. I get it. Yeah. You want your friends and family to support. I get it. But sometimes that's not going to be the source that's of your not support. It's going to be available to you all the time. It's not. Not in the beginning. No, and some some people not at all. And, and some people, the better they do, the less support they'll have. Mm, facts. You know what I mean? Oh, That's you losing. You've been you've been the big friend your whole life. Yeah. You've been the 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 one that didn't have a confidence. Yep. This whole marriage. Yep. So even when you build up the strength and prove to the person that mm. was a naysayer, that gives. That gets even more pushback sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm used to you being at this certain level. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, so Look, that what they say I don't want you to. They don't want you. They want to see you do good, just not better than them. And right? sometimes way better, especially when you put your health first. Oh, when you put your health, when you put yourself first, you come in like new body. Who this? Right. New goals. Who this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and then that first time you hit them with that. Oh no, you can have it. I'm I'm good. What? what? I just brought your favorite. What? Why? No, we eat this together. Oh, no. Right. I, I no, don't eat that We, we no always more. share a pint of ice cream, yeah. a pizza, a burger and fries. Been there, done that. Oh, you better now? Yeah. Oh, no. you at, oh, you at Thanksgiving night eating macaroni and cheese and sweet potatoes? Right. Oh, oh you better. Mm-hmm. Is this what we grew up? Oh, you too good for Right. This? But then you jump back into that your little group, and then it's like, man... Whatever, whatever, whatever you feeling, or you can share your victories, and you don't have to... Let me finish this thought because you hate when I jump to something. <laughs> and you had to feel bad about it. Right. Remember when we used to always talk about 
how when you want to celebrate something, but somebody is in a different place than you. Just like April said, she mm. was happy they had those six weeks when uh, Chrysler or Ford or something was closing down. Mm. And some people, because it affected their money, you know, make as much. She couldn't celebrate and be happy the way she off. wanted to, because everybody else was like, "I'm about to survive." Yeah, yeah, like you don't have no business being this happy. Like, what you smiling right, for? Right, you what got you... laid off. Right, right, like this is a bad time for us. Like, so sometimes pe- other people and where they are and how they feel about it can really curve your happiness, or yeah. you you have to kind of like hold it in oh, or yeah, what's the water word? it down water it down yeah, play turn it the off. volume down on it right yeah it's almost like you got to be happy in secret and private but you don't that's a self-inflicting thing stressor that we put on ourselves mm-hmm. to please other people you yeah. actually don't have to do that mm-hmm. right just like uh, on that same token when we you and i talk about like i remember you and i having this conversation and you specifically saying to me you know I have the ability to compartmentalize and still be happy for you, even though I'm going through this. Mm -hmm. Even if it's in the same area. Mm -hmm. Oh, my relationship thriving and yours is failing. Mm -hmm. Do you have the ability to still be happy for your friend whose relationship Mm -hmm. is thriving? Mm -hmm. Like, can you take yourself out of the equation for a minute? You know what I mean? No, yeah. That's hard for a lot of people. It is. And so because we know collectively that that's hard for a lot of people, we'll turn it down ourselves. Mm -hmm. Right? Uh, Oh, you've been, you know. Yeah, you broke, but I'm getting this money. Right. Like, can I share that with you? (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can I honestly share that without you thinking about yourself or or, me feeling bad? you know, you're, you're going through a bad breakup. And I'm in love. And I, oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm head over heels. Yeah, and so, honeymoon phase. You know, one of the things that I feel uncomfortable about—not necessarily uncomfortable, but reluctant—like I love, absolutely love being a parent. Mm. It, it's it's like it's not a common. It, it's kind. I think well, I think people are low key just as happy and love it as much as me. But it's almost like the popular thing is kids getting nerves. Kids are, and, okay. and most people kind of like talk about that more so. Um, they'll share proud moments. Yeah, but like my just... kids graduated, my kid got an A, my kid, mm. you know, they'll share triumphant moments and they're proud. Right. But like, what if you just like sitting on the floor playing with your kids? Like, what if you just like they, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've never ever ever. Have you recalled me ever like being like? I, I've always enjoyed it. Like I've always, it's like one of my favorite part of life. Like, of my life. I love, absolutely love being a parent. And it's almost like it's an unpopular topic. Just like work, right? Everybody's so used to everybody's right. day job. Yeah. And so if you love what you do and just like not stressed out, like yeah. your work is not a stressor. Yeah, I don't have Monday blues. <laughs> like. Right. Like, but I, just like you've always been like proud. Like, I love my kids. I love spending time with them. They made me so happy. You share happy stories. Like, that's always been your narrative, and you've never shifted. I don't know if you've ever tried to turn down a volume on that, or maybe you just don't talk about it. I think I talk about it the most with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, same thing, I probably talk about the most of No, I publicly say all the time how much I love what I do, I think. Um, like I don't, I don't you dread recently, Mondays. I don't celebrate Fridays. Like it doesn't matter. They all the days are the same, and mm-hmm. I love working. Like I love my work. Yeah, I think that the um. I think the defining moment for you, I think, is when you went to that, um, it was kind of like an event or whatever, and and one of the speakers was like, you know, when they call, it might have been Jeanette, uh, and, and you were just noticing how the women kind of toned their accomplishments down, mm-hmm. and <laughs> this is your first time even hearing this story. Anyway, you went, 
It was something for Jeanette. They were honoring her. Some, but it, it, she wasn't the only person they were honoring. Okay. They were honoring other women. Yes. And like every person that um, came up, they kind of like, oh, you know, uh-huh. and they kind of like watered themselves down. Yeah, yeah. It was her life, lifetime achievement award. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then I think Sorry. that was, oh, I thought that was my, but um, I think that was kind of like a defining moment when someone brought, I don't know if someone brought it to the attention like women if it was a man he would never he would just be proud like this is what I accomplished this is what I did but all the women women who came up were kind of like they would either say you know it's no big deal or you know or yeah, yeah or they will start giving other people credit I know you guys want to thank me but if it wasn't for, like just take Take this moment in and, and all the glory, all the glory, all the glory, all the glory. And I think since then you've been kind of better at just being like, yeah, I did this. Yeah. I started this company. Yeah. I put in the hard work and yeah. things like that because why shouldn't the person be proud? Yeah. It, it, it's absolutely no shame in stating facts. And stating facts. <laughs> I'm stating because facts. look, when we were at your, um, when I was at your uh, last class, I was really shocked when you was like, because I'm a good speaker. Yeah. I was like, okay, Lee. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna hit stop and we can continue our conversation because we just about to keep talking just like this, <laughs> literally for probably another couple hours. So, uh, guys, we're gonna shut it down here. Uh, for those of you who made it, again, use podcast <laughs> coupon code podcast for a completely free nutrition consultation. The nutrition consultation happens over the phone, so you could be anywhere in the world, and I'm happy to get with you and talk through some stuff. So that's LisaAngelSmith.com nutrition consultation. Coupon code podcast. If you haven't already, join the Black Health Academy, www.theblackhealthacademy.com. We upload master classes. If you're a Black Tier member, you get a free uh, live coaching once a month. We have new member orientation, a ton of master classes on chronic disease prevention and reversal workouts. It's all love, it's all good for us, by us. Until next time, <laughs> be, be well. well. <laughs>